deaths reported. The total number of cases in Wales is now 210,729, with 5,535 deaths. No new deaths were recorded in the Hewildar area, with a total now standing at 475 throughout the pandemic. There have only been two newly recorded COVID-related deaths in the last fortnight in the three counties. Wally the walrus has been striking another entertaining pose as he enjoys his search for seafood in Tembe Harbour. He surfaced with a large starfish stuck on his whiskers on Thursday, April the 15th and was captured on camera by 22-year-old Amy Compton. Amy, who snapped one of the first shots of the Arctic visitor when he first appeared in Pembrokeshire last month, is a volunteer with Welsh Marine Life Rescue. She is currently in Tembe every day keeping an eye on Wally, who is in his second term of residence off the resort. Amy, who lives in Cairo, is also selling Wally the Walrus-themed face masks for £5, with 20% from every sale going to the marine charity. I couldn't believe it when I saw him with the starfish, said Amy. The other day he had a little shell stuck to his whiskers. He's been getting up to all sorts of tricks. He's been trying to climb on boys and also nearly got a mooring rope stuck round his neck. To buy one of Amy's Wally the Walrus face masks, contact her on facebook.com forward slash amycomp123. Increasing housing costs are forcing local people from coastal and rural areas, a councillor has said, as calls are made to examine the impact of second home ownership on schools. The impact of second home ownership and the demographics of those moving to Pembrokeshire on falling school pupil numbers must be examined, Councillor Mike Evans said on Thursday, April the 15th, adding there was almost social purging of the indigenous population in coastal areas as housing costs are pushed up by second and holiday home demands. Locals and their children are being driven out of communities due to housing costs, he said, and plans for future building, including the local development plan, were useless if they did not include local communities. Communities. At Schools and Learning Overview and Scrutiny Committee, Councillor Evans added, It's absolutely horrendous what is happening at the moment to families and children who aren't in the elite, highest earnings in Pembrokeshire. And without action, there are going to be more problems. Councillor Pat Davis agreed and said that there was a need to look at the effect of second homes on pupil numbers, highlighting the increasing numbers of older and retired people moving to the area. The committee also agreed that the planned work to review funding formulas for schools must be done urgently, as parent governor representative Alison Kavanagh highlighted concerns about how new schools are funded. And finally, a reminder that today, Saturday the 17th of April, we'll see the funeral of His Royal Highness the Duke of Edinburgh, Prince Philip, at Windsor Castle. At 2.40pm, the coffin will emerge from the state entrance of Windsor Castle into the quadrangle, followed by members of the royal family who will be walking in the procession. All those in the quadrangle will give a coffin a royal salute before the coffin is placed onto the Land Rover. Here at Pure West Radio, we'll be playing our own tribute to the Duke of Edinburgh on Saturday afternoon. That's it. You're up to date with the Pembrokeshire News with me, Kim Thomas, here on Pure West Radio. This is Pure West Radio. Across Pembrokeshire, 24 hours a day. Pure West Radio weather. Thank you to Kim for the latest news in Pembrokeshire there. Well, it's a gorgeous day, isn't it? But patchy cloud may form this afternoon, but it will remain dry. Feeling pleasant in the sun with light winds with the maximum temperature of 14 degrees. Tonight during the evening, patchy cloud will gradually clear with lengthy clear spells developing. Overnight, cloud will increase in the west but remain dry. Cold night. Widespread frost though, with a minimum temperature of minus three. So protect those plants. This is Pure West Radio.
king And the apes climbed down from the trees And grew tall and they started talking And the stars fell out of the sky And the tears rolled into the ocean And now I'm looking for a reason why You even set my world into motion Cause if you're not really here Then the stars don't even matter Now I'm filled to the top of fear That it's all just a bunch of matter Fabulous tune there from Sam Sparrow, Black and Gold. And before that, Real Groove from Kylie Minogue and Dua Lipa. Well, good afternoon if you've just joined the show. This is Jill here on Pure West Radio. And today is a departure from my normal show here on Pure West Radio as a mark of remembrance of Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, and acknowledging his funeral taking place later today. Now, 65 years ago, His Royal Highness Prince Philip established the Duke of Edinburgh's award, one of his most remarkable achievements, which offered young people the chance to take on their own challenges, follow their own passions, discover new skills and make a difference to their community. Today, I'm going to be joined with Dave Somerville, the manager of the Duke of Edinburgh Award Scheme in Pembrokeshire. Now, that's coming up at 2.30. So if you have any memories of the Duke of Edinburgh Award and what it has meant to you, 
Tell us how doing the award helped shape you. Tell us the challenges you tackled or the fears you overcame. Tell us the talents you discovered, the mistakes you made or the friendships that still hold strong. Share your memories with with us today. And also, if you have any queries or questions for Dave about the scheme, please leave a comment on our Facebook page and we can discuss them with you a bit later. So that's coming up now live on Facebook. 2.30 with Dave Somerville, the manager of the Duke of Edinburgh Award Scheme here in Pembrokeshire. Car trouble again? At OC Davis Roundabout Garage Nayland, we like to keep it simple. Offering you service plans from just under £10 a month. From affordable used cars to 0% finance. Not to mention, nil advance payment on the mobility scheme. You can guarantee you'll get more for your money. Put the pedal to the metal and get the most out of your motor. Call 01646 600858 or go online to ocdavis.com. Ladies and gentlemen... Please welcome to Pembrokeshire Vision Arts Wales, a brand new creative hub in Haverford West. Playing host to a youth and amateur theatre company, a show-stopping choir and a multitude of masterclasses from Broadway and West End talent. Calling all actors, singers, dancers and those who want to bring the West End to Wales. Vision Arts has the spotlight and the curtain is about to rise. Ready to take centre stage? Visit visionartswales.com. Join us every Friday for the 2.30 kickoff as Haverford West County take over Pure West Radio to bring you the latest news and developments direct from the Bridge Meadow. Team news, transfers, new signings and the latest changing room gossip from the Cymru Premier side. Miss the final whistle? Well, listen to the Haverford West Bluebirds podcast by visiting purewestradio.com. Our club, our county, our community. Haverford West County AFC. 15% off day tickets when bought in advance through the website? Check. Great value annual passes to ensure the fun lasts all year? Check. Award-winning zoo containing over 750 animals? Check. Jolly barn where you can get up close to your farmyard favourites? Check. Large indoor vintage fairground? Check. A guaranteed fun family day out? Check, check and check. So what are you waiting for? Check out Folly Farm today. Zoo. Barn. Fairground. Play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. You probably think you're pretty good at multitasking behind the wheel. I mean, you have to multitask to drive. So what's wrong with checking your phone? The thing is, your brain simply doesn't work. A quick reply affects your concentration and makes you less able to react to hazards. If you use a mobile phone while driving you're four times more likely to crash. Think. Put your phone away. Click and collect. Radio.
Yeah, this one right here goes out to all the babies, mamas, mamas. Mamas, mamas. <laughs> Baby mamas, mamas. Yeah, go like this. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Like having the boys come from her neighborhood to the studio trying to fight me. She need to get a piece of the American pie and take her bite out. That's my house. I disconnect the cable and turn the lights out. And let her know her grandchild is a baby and not a paycheck. Private school, daycare, medical bills, I pay that. I love your mom and everything. See, I ain't the only one who lay down. She want to rip you up and start a custody war. My lawyer, stay down. She, she never got a chance to hear my side of the story. We was divided. She had fish fries and cookouts for my child's birthday. I invited, despite it. I show her the utmost respect when I fall through. All you do is defend that lady when I call you. Yeah. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. I am for real Never meant to make your daughter cry I apologize a trillion times I'm sorry, Miss Jackson Quickest muzzle, throw it on my mouth and I'll decline. King meets queen, then the puppy love thing. Together dream about that crib with the good year swing. On the oak tree, I hope we feel like this forever. Forever, forever, ever, forever, ever. Forever never seems that long until you're grown. And notice that the day by day ruler can't be too wrong. Miss Jackson, my intentions were good. I wish I could become a magician to abracadabra off the satter. Thoughts of me, thoughts of she, thoughts of he. Asking what happened to the feeling that her and me had. I pray so much about it, need some knee pads. It happened for a reason, one can't be mad. So know this, know that everything's cool. And yes, I will be present on the first day of school and graduation. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. She look at the way you treat me. Uh, Skillin' no homegirls and got your sent up the creek, G. Without a pad on you, left to straddle and ride this thing on out. Ow. And the union girl ain't speaking no more, cause my d all in, I'm out. Ow. I'm talking about jealousy, infidelity, and be cheating, beating, and the to the G, they be the same thing. But who you placing the blame on? You keep on singing that same song. Let bygones be bygones, you can go and get the hell on you and your mom. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. A lovely triple play there for you. That was Outcast Miss Jackson. Before that, Back to Life from Soul to Soul. 
and then the fabulous George Michael with Outside. Well, shortly I am going to be joined by Dave Somerville, the manager of the Duke of Edinburgh Award Scheme in Pembrokeshire. So if you've got any questions or queries for Dave at all, please just jump onto our Facebook page, send a message and Dave will be here to answer anything that you've got concerning the Duke of Edinburgh Award Scheme here in Pembrokeshire. So coming up now, your love from Topic. Passing every red light I know I'm in over my head A rebel and I don't hide Remember all the words that you said Even if the love was hurting I'll be yours I'll be yours again I can feel that fire's burning Give me more So tell me would you feel my
live over Zoom with um, the manager of the Duke of Edinburgh Awards Scheme, celebrating, or should we say, highlighting the the passing of the Duke today. I'm joined by Dave Somerville. Hello, Dave. Thank you for joining us here, and especially on Pure West Radio today. How are you? Okay. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, couldn't hear you then. Can I? Can you hear me now? Yeah, very yeah. clearly. Okay, right. Okay, I'll introduce you again. I'm joined by Dave Somerville, who is the manager of the Duke of Edinburgh Award Scheme for Pembrokeshire County Council. So, Dave, tell us a little bit about your role as the manager then. I believe you've been doing it for about 20 years now? 23 years now, 23? can you believe? Wow. Yeah. So um, I, w- I come under the Education Directorate and I oversee the uh, running of the Duke of Edinburgh's Award in all our schools, the college and a few of our youth centres as well. Right. OK. So how many um, people have actually taken part in this over the years that you've been uh, you've been the manager? Since I've been manager, we've had and I've written this, I had to write this down, 6,628 awards in total. Wow. Uh, and 819 of them were gold awards. And of course, when they get a gold award, they actually go to either St. James's Palace or Buckingham Palace to receive their award, their award. And it was always in the company of the Duke of Edinburgh himself. Right. Right. So how many times have you met him? I was trying to work this out the other day, and we think it's about seven or eight. Wow. Because um, I met him when I got my own gold Duke of Ambers Award back in the day. Right. Uh, so is this what prompted also... you to actually become the manager then, because you did it yourself? Or how did you definitely. get into it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I got so much out of doing myself. I found it so mm. rewarding, challenging, but in a good way. Um, but so so much fun, and I learned so much um, that I felt I wanted to give something back. So I became a volunteer initially for about oh gosh four or five years okay. and then this job came up in Pembrokeshire and I applied for it and um well I got it and the rest as they say is history so yeah. I'm still here and uh and I still absolutely love it and feel really passionate about it good good so what do the youngsters mainly want to get out of it well when they first enroll they probably enroll because um either their friends have mm. or because mum and dad are putting pressure on them to do it or because someone told them it'll look good on their cv so um so initially their aims are a little bit you know maybe not what they should be mm. in it, really but actually once they're into it what tends to keep them going is the fact that they're enjoying it and they realize do you know what i'm getting something out of this this is doing me good mm. um this is opening doors for me i'm learning things i'm finding things about my, about myself i'm developing qualities that I didn't know I had um, and I'm visiting places that I've never been to before so I think once they start those initial reasons become less important. Absolutely yeah so so just um, name us a few of the challenges that they have to undertake. Well all of them will have to do some sort of volunteering in the community Mm. and for many of them that might be the first time they've ever volunteered for many of them maybe the first time they've done any form of work outside the house so they'll need to do some sort of voluntary work and that could be anything from for example helping in an animal rescue centre working in charity shops helping out with um, rainbows cubs brownies um underage you know the sort of the sort of um underage sports clubs so like under sevens under eights under nines football and rugby picking up litter we've got a very good scheme with the national park where they go out with the ranges doing conservation work so there's a whole manner of things they can be doing for their volunteering mm. but on top of that they also have to do some sort of physical activity every week some sort of sport or something physical um and they also have to learn some sort of skill every week as well and none of these things can be things they're already doing in school so it has to be done in their leisure time. Right. Exactly. And I think that's 
the real challenge for young people and is they have to learn to juggle their time and organize themselves yes. to make sure that they get to all these places and on time yes. and with the equipment that they need yes. and then once they've done all that uh they will go on an expedition which is probably the sort of thing that people when people think of duke of Ember's ward perhaps it's the expeditions they think of because they'll have to in groups of between four and seven of themselves and their friends uh without any adult help carry everything they need um, and walk from A to B, camp there, get up the next day and walk again to another place. Um, and that, that, that journey has to be self-sufficient mm. with no adult support. So that's that's a real challenge, both physically and mentally. And it's such a, you know, a difficult, you know, it's such a difficult thing to do, but also so much fun and so memorable. And you see the whole well, when because we do pop out to see them every now and again, obviously just to check how they're getting on. And when we see them, we see the whole range of human emotion from sheer elation to sort of um, sheer despondency yes. and everything <laughs> yes. and everything in between, yes. depending on what the weather's like and depending on if well, depending on if they've got lost or not. Yes, I can imagine. Yeah. So, um, what are the age ranges? How how old have you got to be to start? Uh, we, we will start them when they're in year nine at secondary school, so thirteen going on fourteen. Um, and that would be with the bronze award. Yeah. Uh, and then once they get in sort of year 10 stroke year 11, we'll look at silver award. And then once they're sixth form age, we'll look at doing gold award with them. Uh, they've got till they're 25 to finish, uh, though in practice, um, most will finish. Even if they go on to go do gold, they'll generally finish by the time they're 19, 20, 21. Mm. But that still means they're with us for about sort of six years. So yeah. it's always a little bit... It's always a little bit emotional when you get to the palace and you see them get their gold and you realise, yes, this has been a wonderful journey for them, but that's it now. We're not going to see them again. So it's always a bit sad when they move on. Yeah. So how many, as you're the manager, how many people have you got actually working with you, um, supervising them all? Uh, we've got all told. I, um, we've had a, luckily we've had a few more joiners the last two weeks. Actually, we've got over fifty volunteers. Wow! Um, and it's right. important to stress they are all volunteers. They're all people who give up their spare time to help mentor the young people, help train them up to do their expeditions, and give them all the skills they'll need. And also who will then give up their time just to pop out and be on emergency call. Because of course, most of the time, in fact, nearly all the time, when the children do their expeditions. It goes absolutely fine. You know, they might get a bit cold, wet, maybe a bit miserable from time to time. But, it's you know, there's no drama. They get it done. But, of course, if there is an emergency and they need to ring for help, then we need to have volunteers out there who are ready and trained themselves to be able to yeah. deal with it. Yeah. And that might mean those poor volunteers having to give up a weekend or even four days if mm. it's a gold expedition. Mm you know, sat in a lay-by in a car waiting for some, waiting for a phone call that will probably never come. So it, yes. it can be a bit tedious, yeah, but yeah. but at least it get, you know, a lot of them will say they enjoy it because it gets them out into the beautiful Pembrokeshire countryside. Oh, I can imagine so, yeah. So, um, so when uh, a child has completed everything then, off to the palace to see the, Duke, a, the Duke himself, yeah. Does, is, was he at all the presentations? Yeah, if it's a gold award presentation, you, you know, if it's a gold award, you will go to either St. James's Palace or Buckingham yes. Palace to receive it. And my understanding is that until he retired from public life, he only ever missed one presentation. Well, given oh. that D of E Awards started in 1956 and he only retired from public life mm. a few years ago, that's a pretty impressive record. That's fantastic. Yeah, he obviously felt very passionate about it, didn't he? And that probably stems from his military background, doesn't it? And putting something back into the into the yeah. system, I guess, really. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a testament to him, really. I mean, it was his baby. It was his mm. scheme. He devised it along with uh, his old... Well, funny enough, with his old head teacher, a gentleman called Kurt Hahn. Oh, the right. two of them devised D of E Award together. And they were clearly both very passionate about it. And 
And whenever I went to one of these presentations, I never got the impression that the Duke was bored. Uh, I never got the feeling that he was going through the motions. Uh, on the contrary, he was always very engaged, very animated, very enthusiastic, spoke very warmly to everyone, parents, leaders, young people. He was surprisingly good at talking to young people. That might surprise a lot of people. because, um, uh, But even as a non-engineerian, he was very good at putting young people at ease, chatting to them about their devoid experiences. He'd always ask them where they'd done their expedition. That was his number one question. And he would always follow that up then and ask them, oh, what was that like then? And, you know, how did you find yeah. it? it? Needless to say, wherever they'd been, he'd been too. So he always knew the area. Yes. Um, yes. So uh, so he was he was great. I mean, I've, I know he has this, you know, it's probably only fair we say that he did have a sort of certain public persona, didn't mm. he? But whenever I met him and whenever I saw him at these presentations, he was always on top form. And I yeah. think that was most people's experience. Because he was passionate about it. And it was his baby. Definitely. Yeah. 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 So uh, have you any idea how this is all going to carry on? Has anybody been allocated to step into his big shoes, really? I mean, it's uh, what's going to happen? Do you know? Yeah, well, for, for the last couple of years since he retired from public duties, um, Prince Edward's been the sort of figurehead. Uh, now, of course, there's been no Gold War presentations for a year now because of COVID, mm. but Prince Edward was overseeing it along with his wife, Sophie Countess of Wessex. Right, so yes. I met them at a presentation at Buckingham Palace three years ago. And again, massively enthusiastic, fantastic advocates of the award, uh, very keen to talk to young people about it. So I think it's fair to say the award's in safe hands and the legacy yes. will continue. Oh, it'll it'll just carry on. Yes. So going back to the actual scheme itself now, um, how do people uh, contact you if they're interested, uh, uh, you know, either doing, doing it or being becoming a volunteer? Uh, well, uh, we've got our own DV Pembrokeshire Facebook page. OK, so they can look that up and get, get in contact with us through that um, or they can email me or they can phone me. Um, phone number is 01437 775235. That's 775235. And the email address is david.sumville at Now, I don't expect anyone to remember that. You know, just just for me sort of saying that so quickly, but they will get those details off the DB Pembrokeshire Facebook page. If they yes. look us up. Yeah, great. Yeah, fantastic. So. Do they still get a, a little book like that? Oh, look at that. Gosh, that's going back a bit, isn't it? <laughs> that's I, my, I have, that's my yeah. husband's. <laughs> oh, look at that. Gold Award Certificate. Yes. Fantastic. Yes, yes. Yeah. 1968 he did that. Oh, that's, oh, that's good to see he's got that. So, um, I had a I had a little book like that as well. But no, it's it's all done online now. It's Is done it? something called ED of E. Yeah, so oh. they don't have the little record books anymore. Oh. Yeah, part of me thinks it's a shame. Yes, but, it is. But, but what I would say is with the new system, it's much easier for us to keep track of what they're doing. Absolutely. And if yeah. we see that one of them's struggling, it becomes very obvious. Whereas in the old days of the books, they could say, yeah, everything's fine, but we wouldn't know that actually maybe something wasn't fine. Yes. Whereas now we can sort of see their progress and think, actually, he's struggling a bit. Let's yeah. call him in and offer him a bit of extra support. Absolutely. And with social media as well, I, I guess it's you keep, you're keeping an eye on all that as well. So, uh, yeah. Because they have to juggle it in with their schoolwork and everything, don't they? So, yeah. Yeah, but it, is, it, it's, uh, it can be tricky for some young people because they're tending to do their Duke of Awards during like the most important school years of their lives. Yes. Their GCSEs, yes. AS levels, A levels, 
etc. But at the same time, what we always say is, look, it's not in competition, it's complementary. And actually, you can't just study, 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 because if you do, you'll, you know, it'll, you'll burn out. Yeah. Actually, isn't it good to have something to do in your spare time? Yes. That is a bit of a balance. And we feel that DV Award offers that. Yeah, plenty of fresh air. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Great. Lovely. Oh, well, it's been fantastic talking to you today, Dave. It's re- as you say, fitting day to come on mm. with on my tribute show. So okay. um, there we are. If anybody out there has got any questions or queries at all, just uh, contact us here at the studio and we'll pass them on to you then. So uh, take care. Okay, Th- thank, thank you very, very much. Show. Thank you very much, Dave. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye bye. Bye.
That was Sade, Is It a Crime? Now, we are now going to have a minute's silence for remembering the Duke of Edinburgh, who is being laid to rest today. And then we will have non-stop tunes. Just remember him and all the good he did and his, for his beloved Queen. <laughs> <laughs> 